Hello and welcome back to the Relationship Matters podcast, World Work Special. We believe relationship matters from humanity to nature to the larger whole. I'm your host, Katie Churchman, and in this collection of bonus episodes, we're looking at the concept of world work, which embraces the idea that we are continuously impacting the world, whether we are conscious of it or not. Whilst world work can involve big acts of altruism and community spirit, it always starts with the self. Across the course of these five bonus episodes, you'll be hearing from world workers from across the globe who have all used organisational and relationship systems coaching tools in very different ways to serve their wider communities. In this episode, I'm talking with Brandon Rains about his world work project, assisting Girl Scouts to continue their journey to become future leaders. Brandon is an organisation design and enterprise coach who has worked with public and private entities, both large and small. He has helped organisations and individuals emerge from near failure to thriving models of success. Brandon is a noted author, speaker and presenter on topics of leadership, organisation design and teamwork. In addition to being a certified enterprise coach with the Scrum Alliance, he is also trained and certified in ORSC and certified by the Disney Institute in Customer Relationship. Brandon has a deep background in information technology organisations as a software developer and has served as Chief Operating Officer for a mid-sized company where he instituted many organisational and leadership practices. Brandon's World Work Project focused on coaching a Girl Scout troop to help them to continue their journey to become future leaders and give them tools and skills. The coaching plan focused on tools and competencies, focused on the goal and constant attention toward alignment. Key outcomes included defined roles for troop leader and girls and clear goals with a roadmap for reaching them. So without further ado, I bring you Brandon Rains. Brandon, welcome to the Relationship Matters podcast. I'm so pleased to finally have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so cool for me. So thank you. So I'm excited today to talk about your world work project. So perhaps you can give our listeners a top line about your world work project, which is quite different from the other projects people may have heard of. Yeah, probably like a lot of folks, you struggle trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do? How do you want to do something that is meaningful? And so at the time my daughter is in uh, girl scouts here in america and there have been many many attempts that their troop leader reaching out to me for help on different things and just as a parent i could observe some of the dynamics that were happening in the troop from my daughter's perspective and and from the other girls and from the troop leader and i thought maybe that's a system (laughs) to to take a look at (laughs) I, since she had been involved, since my daughter had been involved, I completely admire the organization. What they do for young women is just incredible. And you see these women who grow up and, and take on these amazing positions doing really good things in the world. And it's like, you know, when, when you see organizations like that, you want to be a part of it. So um, I reached out to them and I said, hey, I am part of this organization taking these classes and, and trying to practice. Could that be of some help to the troop? And, and they bit troop leader and, and the girls alike. <laughs> 
And I think most of them were like, I don't know really what this means, but we, we trust you, Brandon. So <laughs> sure, we'll give it a shot. I love this project on so many levels. Firstly, I'm a big fan of the, the Girl Scouts or the Girl Guides, as we call them over here. I was a girl guide. Ah. I think it's a real source of empowerment for a, a lot of young women around the world. And um, secondly, I love that you took Orsk to kids because I feel like that's such an important system for so many people, families, schools, communities clubs like the Girl Scouts and yet don't know how to bridge that divide between sort of the theory and the the heavy language sometimes we use and kids so tell me more about how you stepped over that edge yeah it's interesting you you say that because it felt to me like this awesome confluence of possibilities right because you have naturally this organization who intrinsically is trying to impart wisdom and good practices and good habits for young women and i thought well here i am in the midst of, you know, certification and, and coming up with a rural work project and wanting to do something good. And I had an opportunity to maybe contribute to that. And it felt to me like it was just awesome, awesome, uh, an awesome opportunity, not just for them, but for me too. And so I thought there's a possibility of helping the girls work better together because they do so many events throughout the year together. Um, it's an opportunity for their troop leader and other some of the other volunteers, uh, volunteer parents to work better with the kids and then for them to work better and for them to learn some skills that they can go off, you know, as they as they get older, working with other groups of people, other systems uh, in their lives. So it just it just felt right to me. Uh, so you were helping their system to thrive and also then to, I guess, empower the next generation of systems inspired leaders in a way. I mean, how cool is that? Even if it gets a little bit of a nudge there. <laughs> yeah, just really sung to me. So I'm sure we have a ton of curious parents listening in or, or people like yourself who are a parent and seeing maybe uh, the kids' football team and wondering how they can use the systems work with those those younger people. So what were some of the, the steps you took and, and what practical tools did you apply when you were working with the girls? So one of the things that I think as we learn is appreciating and respecting the system and the wisdom of the system. And this applies, right? So it's it's one of those, don't underestimate just because they're kids, the wisdom that they have. It's really kind of respecting it and recognizing it and like pulling it out a little bit, a lot more. Um, and that's something that kept coming back and back and back to me. It's like, these girls are smart <laughs> and they're good. And, you know, just a little bit of light touch there, a little cool question to throw in or not so good question, quite honestly. And all of this really nice stuff comes comes out. So I, I think it for me, it was very rooted in they're going to be working. They're going to be in this world where they're going to continuously be working with people, other people, other systems, other teams, organizations. And just being able to remind them of that sometimes and be uh, curious about, well, what does that look like and how do, how do they show up as individuals and as, a, and as a group throughout? So we worked a whole lot on just that concept of, you know, honestly, teamwork, which is what happens in sports. It happens in, the, in a troop. 
Um, and it didn't happens again for them in life when, you know, they start working in companies or forming their own companies, you know, in, in their own lives. It's, um, it's interesting what you say about they're going to be interacting with systems as they go out into the world. And so why helicopter parent them in this moment? Because this is a, is a rich source of learning. And um, I love your admission of, you know, I don't necessarily know better, but I guess that is the urge as a someone older or a parent to think that you have the answers. But what if they have a better answer? And again, you know, I think I'm a, I was a little bit lucky in that choosing the Girl Scouts because these are girls who are naturally bright and talented and the structure that the Girl Scouts already provides is like we're trying to create or help create or inspire women to be independent and leading and so you know I could lean I could lean real easily into all of that stuff yeah so that, that's interesting it's a structure there and systems probably added another layer to how they interacted together no question uh, you know I think I think every now and then I threw something in uh, in there that maybe they they didn't consider or just wanting to highlight it a little bit more just the concepts of well in seeing it explicitly well how do we how could we work better together how do we want to be with each other them being exposed to those kind of questions and thoughts i think while they kind of intrinsically did it because uh, this troop is so good and they had been together for a really long time they may not have talked about it as openly and so in and i think at times it served as a great reminder of who they are and it's like oh yeah that's what we do mm-hmm. so yeah it's great to hear that from each other i think this is what is what they experienced um, very often they sound like such a model team that so many organizations could learn from uh, K- katie I, yes um <laughs> absolutely uh, again, I, for years, I had been sitting in on a lot of their events and just sit in amazement of what they do together. I've been on camping trips with them and it doesn't take a lot. I think another aspect of it was shedding some light for the troop leader too, you know, cause it's, you know, she's a parent too. Uh, <laughs> and she eventually pulled me in and it's, it's oftentimes an interesting thing as you see the girls get older and older and recognizing when to pull back a little bit more. And, and letting them lead more and letting them take the reins a, a whole lot more was a was an interesting dynamic to observe and, and coach through. I'm wondering, what lessons did you learn from this experience that then maybe you took out into your life or into your work within leadership and teams? Well, one, I'll just repeat it, right? It's, it's just this, you know, the systems being um, naturally wise and <laughs> and just being able to respect that, uh, recognize it, and then figure out how to let that flourish. I think that's a really important thing. Um, you know, you don't always have to jump in. You don't always have to have the right answer or even the right question. Just a lot, giving, creating some space to kind of let things emerge. And then the, there's the light touch. There's a light touch of, of sometimes, yeah, throwing in a question or something to think. And sometimes just to just to get the conversations going is something that uh, I continue to, to learn and apply with different other systems that I, that I work with. I, I think the other the other big thing is roles. <laughs> I am always amazed at, you know, for our parlance, the inner and outer roles and helping systems to recognize which ones exist. and creating the space of 
particularly role fatigue. You know, the troop member who's like, you know what, I'm tired of making a fire every single time. Can I get some help? <laughs> you know, it's just those kind of conversations were just amazing as they, as they emerged. And the rest of the troop kind of rallying and say, oh, yeah, I can totally help. I just thought you liked it, <laughs> like doing it all the time. <laughs> So yeah, I think it, those those are hilarious, and you know, I can play, I can tell a different story in a different context with an IT group that I'm working with. But those things keep emerging and emerging, so it it keeps giving me the lessons of helping the team to to identify those things and and helping them to emerge and talk through it. I hugely appreciate your vulnerability, Brandon, around sort of getting out of your own way as a coach, because I think we all know that as coach that almost that need to impress to have the right question or even the right answer and actually it doesn't really matter it's not really about you what you're there to do is shed a light on on them and help them see themselves as a system yeah I mean, don't get me wrong there are times when i have to learn how to bite my tongue and so i have sometimes have the deep grooves in my tongue <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's that's hugely important um to be able to do it and and no doubt there are times when it's like oh maybe i should have said something right there but um, more times than not i think those things you, you know you just trust your gut and it, it turns out to be to work out pretty well. And you mentioned about, I, I work with the Girl Scouts, I work with this IT team. So was there no real difference, did you feel, between working with younger people and working with uh, professionals in a corporate setting? Oh gosh, my clients are probably may not be so happy about this <laughs> answer, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not so much. How interesting. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah. So, you know, the vocabulary is different in, in those different settings, you know, and, and certainly with, with the troop, there's, there's a lot more lightheartedness. You know, I, I can ask them. Sometimes I can go some, some different places with them that it takes me longer sometimes with some of the IT teams. Like I can ask the Girl Scouts silly questions like, hey, what's the, what's the cookie that best uh, represents you all? <laughs> Um, yeah, I may not be able to get away with that on the ITT or <laughs> some <of> the equivalent. <laughs> That's brilliant. They do say that as adults, because kids are obviously playing games on the, the playground, and yet they say we're just doing the same thing but playing different games. And you could totally replace the, the fire maker for the one who has to always keep time in meetings, and they're so tired of that role. How interesting. So, so true. <laughs> it is so true. Those, those themes at its root, they, they tend to pop up in, in lots of different contexts, which is interesting to observe. Because I, I think probably, and I, I'm talking about myself here, but I imagine this is maybe how other people feel in the community, that working with kids feels like a bigger edge. And yet, to your point, they seem in some ways more intuitive and more wise, um, particularly when it comes to some of those metaphorical questions. I, I think so. And, uh, you know, certainly uh, I'm sure many people have seen this and books have been read, uh, written about it is the guard that the kids have is a lot lower. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we build up these guards um, around ourselves, uh, you know, the older we get, we tend to. And so it's a it takes, sometimes it takes a little bit longer to, to jump those, those fences and those guards. But yeah, it very, very much the intuition. This is why I say, you know, trusting, trusting them is a, is a huge lesson that I, I keep learning. 
Um, and just then being able to recapture that with us as adults as we get older seems to be the, the trick there. And as a father, um, sort of when you've taken your systems coaching hat off, aside from working with the Girl Scouts, how do you apply some of that, holding them as intelligent, generative and creative? Because that must be hard at times, I'm sure. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, we may need to do a whole nother podcast on, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I think those same skills, they come in all the time for me as a father. And I, it's interesting because the more I learn, the more I practice through my coaching, the more I see it sometimes creep in and times when I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah, I stepped over. I stepped into it on that one. But yeah, it's it's all. It always seems like this delicate balance of letting them be, letting them discover, and then being able to talk about. Well, how did that work out? What what do we learn? What did you learn? <laughs> how could we do better as our little system here throughout that? Whenever that pops up again. So yeah, I, I very much, very much use a lot of those skills to my benefit and sometimes to my detriment. I would, I think. <laughs> Do they know the terms now? Are they throwing some of the questions and the, the ideas back at you? Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And my oldest, who was in the troop, she's taken like psychology classes now, even in high school. And she throws them back at me a lot. <laughs> it's funny, you know, the, at the beginning of, of COVID, we sat down as a family and we said, listen, this is going to get rough, likely. Let's talk about when it gets rough. How's it going to be with us? And I, I actually I can still see it. It's still on our refrigerator where we wrote it down. I mean, we refer back to it a whole lot, <laughs> even, you know, even as COVID persists. And, you know, we said that this is something that will help us and we can refer back to no matter what, just as a family. And do they hold you accountable as much as you hold them accountable? Oh, heck yeah. Probably more. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I get all the time. Dad, that's not what we came up with. You know, you seem to be breaking our rule, Dad. <laughs> so, oh yeah. yeah they, they love those moments. <laughs> that's the beauty <laughs> and the challenge of your loved ones knowing this work. You get, you're in a, a rage and my partner will um, say to me, so what's the 2% truth in what they're saying <laughs> <laughs> just like <Yes>. not needed <laughs> i'm gonna take some quiet time now is that yes. is that stonewalling there katie <laughs> 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 yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I think the phrase we say is like, look, you can't use my tricks on me. That's, that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, from this, uh, this World Work Project, what would you love to see happening in, in your systems and beyond? I guess, what's the sort of ripple effect you'd like to create from this? Uh, for me, I think the, the sweet spot and I've believed this ever since I've started learning about um, Orsk and, and, and a lot of these, this way of being is how we can connect with each other better as human beings. Just by sitting down and having really simple conversations about expectations, kind of dismissing assumptions and talking about, hey, and embracing the idea that conflict will happen, but we can still maintain our humanity, the positive parts of our humanity. And you know, that's one thing we talked a lot about in the troop. It's one thing I love to carry through no matter what context I'm in. And there's so many issues out there in the world where I think 
being able to sit down and having at least a basic conversation about where we can align to, particularly around how we treat each other, even in difficult spots, seems is something I would love to carry through. That's very powerful. And also an incredibly wise teaching to empower the next generation with. I get excited when I think about what might be possible if we've got a generation of thought leaders with that, sort of their foundation for for conversation and communication and connection. It's exciting to think about that possibility, right? It's like, we we need you. (laughs) We need you desperately just to make us better just to make humanity better. And what better way, like you said, to do that with with the next generation? That's always the hope. So around this theme of inspiring the next generation, what tips would you have for someone who's listening to this and would love to do some work with maybe their family or another um, system involving young people? What ideas do you have for them sort of entering that system and working with that system for the first time? I'm of the belief that amazing things happen when you ask permission. And so starting off with an idea entering into it with humility, particularly, it may be clunky. <laughs> and I was, I was very, uh, very upfront with, with the troop about that. Are you willing to play a little bit around this? Um, and the hope is that all of us could get better. That was my approach. You know, they took to it and true to my word, there were clunky parts <laughs> and we worked through it. Mm-hmm. So just being able to embrace that a little bit for everybody all around, uh, it seemed to help a whole lot. But yeah, that, that permission piece seems to be pretty critical. It seemed like that normalized the clunkiness probably for them as well, because this work isn't smooth. We, we know that. Yeah, I think you're... I think you're spot on with that of, of, of it normalizing exactly that. It was uh, it was helpful. It was so helpful, I think, for everybody because I, I you could hear the like sides of, of of relief. I think from everybody once that was kind of once that was kind of revealed. It's like, okay, there are going to be some clunky spots, and that's okay. You know, particularly for for teenagers mm. um, working with other adults and trying to this is not you us grading you or yeah this is not a this is not a project this is something for us to to work with each other part of being human yeah part of being whole yeah what a wonderful way to create that connection up front to to be honest and open about how you are in the world and how it won't be perfect exactly right because that's the world <laughs> that is the world brandon oh my gosh and what a wonderful gift to to share with uh, this group of they sound like such a fantastic bunch of human beings i'm so excited to see what they they create in the world together and beyond i think of course i have some bias but i think they are a wonderful group of human beings and i like you i can't wait i can't wait to see thank you brandon you've uh, you've inspired me no end and you've got me excited about the next generation of uh, thought leaders um so thank you for bringing this to the community and for for sharing your wonderful project my pleasure thank you for helping me, me to relive all of this because that was a really fun and special part of uh, of my experience with them so thank you take care brandon the world work project is a key element in the orsk certification journey it allows students to apply the orsk materials in the real world and develop themselves as change agents At CRR Global, we hold all our students as change agents and train them to be conscious of what impact they want to make in the world. We believe that everybody's impact, whether conscious or unconscious, sends ripples out into the world. It's up to all of us as world workers to keep our communities safe and healthy. For more information about world work and ORSC certification, do check out crrglobal.com forward slash course forward slash ORSC hyphen certification.
We believe relationship matters from humanity to nature to the larger whole.